the Broncos Blitz podcast with Ronnie K, presented by Tap 14. Analysis and commentary to help you get your Broncos fixed during the offseason. Subscribe on iTunes or Google Play or listen on demand anytime in the Mile High Sports mobile app. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K Radio on Twitter, as I am always tweeting about the Denver Broncos in the locker room and, of course, at the games where this weekend Denver will try to stop Marshawn Lynch and that Oakland Raider offense. And, well, to uh, give you a game plan on that game and how to stop beast mode, as we like to call them. You're going to hear from some Denver Bronco defenders today on the podcast. You'll hear my interview with Justin Simmons, as well as Todd Davis on a couple other tidbits regarding the Raiders, but most importantly, of course, stopping Marshawn Lynch. Uh, but first, our friends at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street, just a hop, skip, and jump away from Coors Field. Hey, 70 Colorado beers on tap. 100 Colorado distilled spirits. It is a tremendous place to go watch some football. And of course that'd be Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. You want to watch some college football over there? Go check it out at tap 14, the terrific rooftop view 10 to two. They serve brunch, just a tremendous place. And as I always recommend, Get the nachos. They are pretty darn good over there at Tap 14. And, of course, the 100 Colorado Distilled Spirits, too. It is the weekend as our Friday edition of our daily Broncos Blitz podcast focuses on Marshawn Lynch because he is one of the, well, if it, maybe not statistically speaking, but I, I, in my eyes, I look at it as the heart and soul of that Oakland Raider offense because he brings so much of an impact, not only in the run game, but of course with his strong power and, and kind of that mystique that he brings. He is beast mode. He is so much playoff experience, and yet at 32 years old, it doesn't seem like he's slowing down. Of course, against the LA Rams in that first drive, uh, dragging defenders, uh, three, four, five arm tackles. I, I just, I, I don't, there aren't very many words to describe how strong this guy is. So I just went into the locker room today uh, to talk to a couple Broncos about that. How do you stop this guy? Because they've looked at the film. They've uh, been working all week long trying to implement their game plan. And while obviously they're not going to give all their secrets away, they did have some interesting stuff to say. And I want to start with Justin Simmons, who, of course, the safety is kind of like the eyes and ears of the offense, or uh, excuse me, of the defense, because, well, he has so many... um, potential assignments, not only for himself, but steering guys in. He stands back and surveys the entire offense as a whole so he can see those certain gaps and he can see those certain alignments that may be correct or not. This is what Justin Simmons had to say uh, about covering Marshawn Lynch and a couple other things regarding the Oakland Raiders this weekend. Week one, Marshawn, how effective he was, kind of dragging defenders around. What's the game plan to stop him? Yeah, I mean, you just got to gang tackle. Uh, you know, you got to be gap sound because he's he does a great job of finding the open holes. But more importantly, uh, I think his biggest asset is, uh, you know, um, his yards after contact. So you just got to be able to to gang tackle. And uh, first guy in, you know, got to be able to, you're going to know that he's going to be able to probably drag you for a little bit. So you just got to hold on to reinforcements, get there. And uh, that's what we've been working on all week is flying to the football, you know, so we'll be able to get him down. Bill Musgrave, coach. 
coached Derek Carr as offensive coordinator a couple years ago. Uh, so he would know tendencies. He would know favoritism, something that maybe Carr also doesn't like. Has he fed you guys info during the week as far as strategy or anything against Carr? Uh, yeah, I mean, he's, give us, he's given us little tidbits here and there, uh, you know, stuff that um, they've worked on together. But um, most of the stuff that, I mean, we already had known just from, you know, being playing against Carr, you know, every year, you know, twice a year. So, um, you know, a lot of the stuff that, 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 you know, we did get tips on, we've kind of already had a, a good feel for. But um, nonetheless, you know, the, the tips do help. And so um, we're just looking forward to, you know, to going out there and, um, you know, playing a competitive good game on Sunday. Watching film, what did you see the Rams do that really disrupted Carr and, and got him uncomfortable, obviously, the three turnovers? Yeah, uh, I mean, obviously, they just have a they have a great pass rush with, the, you know, with their front four and their uh, front seven in general. So um, that's something that we have here. So we just know, um, you know, the ball is going to be the ball is going to have to come out fast. If not, they're going to have to max protect. Um, so those are the, you know, we're, we're giving ourselves a bunch of different looks, you know, things that we think they'll do to compensate for a pass rush or uh, maybe get the ball out faster. But we know um, they're going to try and get their hand, the ball in the hands of their playmakers, you know, guys like Cook. Uh, obviously, they're trying to run the ball behind Marshawn, so, um, you know, they can get us in, you know, more man coverages and things like that uh, so we can load the box so they could take shots with guys like Cooper, Cook, uh, you know, Bryant. So um, all that stuff, we're you know, we're, we're aware of, but, um, you know, we just got to play uh, uh, detail and execution sound. Um, you know, we, we have a great, great game plan from our coaching staff, and we just got to go out there and execute it. What's the uh, – any extra preparation when it comes to a divisional game? Obviously, I know it's hyped up as a big one with, with Broncos, Raiders, and everything like that, but obviously it being a divisional game a little bit more important. Is there any difference in preparation for the week compared from last week NFC opponent to this week individual opponent? Oh, for sure. Um, obviously, last week, you know, we we had a longer time to prepare, so it kind of felt like uh, we prepared um, obviously longer, but maybe even better for that one just because we had so long to game plan and figure out what we liked, what we didn't like, but... Sure. Um, you know, this week, you know, obviously with Gruden being uh, the new head coach and things like that, uh, one game under his belt, you know, looking at the preseason, there's, a, you know, a lot of things that uh, we might not have seen going into the game. And there's probably things that we know we'll, we'll see um, that might be refreshers that we have seen before. So um, just going into the game, man, you know, we, we just got, like I said, we just got to play uh, detail and execution sound. You know, we just got to go out there and execute um, exactly what we've been practicing throughout the week, because uh, if we do that at the you know, at the highest level possible, we'll be fine no matter what we're in. So um, at the end of the day, you know, it's just about uh, flustering, um, you know, the offensive guys, you know, making them uncomfortable throughout the whole game and just getting after it. So again, thanks to Justin Simmons in the locker room today. Also got a chance to speak with Todd Davis, of course, the new captain of the Denver Broncos for this year and somebody who is going to have his hands full when it comes to tackling this guy, Marshawn Lynch, because of course he is uh, one of those linebackers whose key role is going to be, and I don't think Denver stops Marshawn Lynch. Certainly they're not going to shut him down, but they have to contain him. And that's a big deal. Now I will say this in the past, uh, it is the past, but it is still worth noting that Lynch has really been bottled up by Denver in his career against the Broncos in five games. Marshawn Lynch has only averaged a 3.2 yards per attempt Average That is actually the fourth lowest average for Lynch in his career against an individual team. Uh, Chicago, his own team, Oakland, and Pittsburgh, the only ones who are lesser than that. So Denver has actually done a fairly good job against Lynch. However, 
Uh, of course, this is a divisional game. Now, everything on paper says that this is a win that Denver should collect. But divisional games, these two know each other very well. All of a sudden, you you have an early lead for Oakland, and then they lock it down with uh, Marshawn Lynch. And certainly, he is one who can really control a game with that run game because, man, does he get first downs and he gets them strong. And certainly, Todd Davis going to have to uh, step up to a role to, uh, well, uh, again, not shut it down but contain that kind of offense that Oakland uh, is going to try to run, jump out to an early lead, control the clock. Here's my conversation with Todd Davis. Todd, in particular, I want to talk about Bill Musgrave. He used to coach Derek Carr for a couple of years. In fact, Carr, some of his best years were under Bill Musgrave. Did he feed you guys a little bit of info on defense as far as how to cover Derek Carr, what Carr may not like as opposed to what he likes when it comes to facing a defense? Um, You know what? I wouldn't say he gave us too much. I feel like he trusts us in our game plan and our preparation. And, you know, we've played Carr for a number of years now. So uh, I think we're all right. I think we're good. Give me a little bit of play-by-play of what happened over here. This uh, this Connect Four loss. So you were cheated out. I was definitely cheated out. <laughs> you can't have outsiders pointing at you know moves being set up in the game. Um, that's what happened to me. But uh, you know I'll get him next time. You got robbed. Definitely. I'm on your side here, but okay. I, I haven't talked to you since you got the team captain status. And congratulations, by the way. Thank you. Does that put a little bit of extra pressure on you going into games as opposed to last year? Any any difference in that? Um, no, um, I guess you say it could, but for me, um, I say uh, the things that I have been doing is what got me to captain. Um, and just continue to do what I've been doing. I don't need to go out there and feel like I need to make uh, game-winning plays. You know, let the game-winning plays come to me. Just do my job, and I'll be all right. What do you do to stop Marshawn Lynch? Um, you 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 tackle him. <laughs> you tackle him. Easier said than done. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely true. Um, but you definitely tackle him. You bring it when you have to tackle him, and then you gang tackle. Everybody runs to the ball, gets to the ball. Uh, when one man has him, everybody got to help to get him down. Now, outside of the very first drive, L.A. actually bottled up Marshawn pretty well. Of course, he had that one touchdown where he was just dragging defenders. Uh, but outside of the game, they basically bottled him up. What did you see that L.A. did against Marshawn to, to be effective against him? Um, the game tackle. Um, they were assignment sound when you're in your gap and he's running to your gap, stay in your gap and make your play. Um, you get into trouble when you're jumping out of gaps and trying to make other plays. When you do your job, um, I think you can bottle him up. Uh, this Jared Cook guy, how do you... How do you solve this? Um, you just play your play your assignment and your alignment correctly. Um, you do your job. Um, you don't try to do something extra. You don't uh, get out of position. You just basically do your job and you'll be all right. Is it as simple as that? Is just playing the basic fundamentals, doing your job? Because I know we we like to overthink things and, and think about certain mismatches and matchups and everything like that. It's as simple as just the basic fundamentals. Absolutely. You play your job. You look at the right keys. You look at the right. Uh, tendencies and you'll be all right um just go out there be focused and be good don't try to do anybody else's job don't try to do anything extra just do your job and you'll be good so thanks to todd for joining me on the podcast and of course you can always find previous editions of the broncos blitz podcast whether that be uh discussions with players uh, breakdowns 
debates, discussions. I, of course, do all the time. My three keys to the game are Fan Tuesdays as well on the Broncos Blitz podcast. Be sure to check that out at Mile High Sports. You can follow me on Twitter. That's at Ronnie K Radio, at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K, radio on Twitter. Follow along as I'm always in the locker room. And then, of course, I am on there, uh, the field at game day, post-game in the locker room, getting your reaction and covering the beat, the heart and soul, the heartbeat of this Denver Broncos team that looks to go two and oh against the Oakland Raiders. And, of course, stopping Marshawn Lynch will be a big part of it. So, Broncos to watch. I'm going to list them off as the two who joined me on the podcast, Justin Simmons, because again, he is becoming one of those vocal uh, eyes, ears, leaders for the Denver Bronco defense. And he gets the opportunity to survey as it happens, that offense and really shout out where guys need to be. And uh, he's going to play a crucial role, not only in that run support per se, uh, with, with Marshawn Lynch, but also against Jared Cook. Because remember, this is a tight end who ran absolutely wild against the Los Angeles Rams. Nine catches, 180 yards. And this is a Denver Bronco defense that continually struggles with tight ends because, uh, well, Will Disley, some guy named Will Disley, three catches, 105 yards, and a touchdown in his rookie debut for Seattle. So Denver has to lock down that tight ends and they need that that uh, vocal presence and that that guy who is seeing stuff in the first quarter so that they can make adjustments in the second. He sees the adjustments that Oakland is making. He can readjust, and that is Justin Simmons. So he's going to be one of those Broncos that I am watching this weekend. And another one in Todd Davis. Look, Todd Davis had a, a very fine game against Seattle last week. He needs to put together another one of those. Being that team captain, he needs to be the one that is the backbone against this Marshawn Lynch attack that Oakland is going to bring to, uh, I believe it's a 225, 215 kickoff. I'll, I'll get that for sure for you guys. But, uh, of course, Broncos and Oakland this weekend at Broncos uh, Stadium at Mile High. It should be a good one. That will be a 225 kickoff. Uh, and for those of you who can't attend the game, will be on CBS, of course, locally listed here in Denver. I should note, and the Broncos did send out a, uh, a little uh, message about this regarding the the game is actually going to be a very hot one. Okay, uh, 92, 93, the expected high for Sunday. So, real big deal when it comes to not only hydration, um, but but those of you who are coming to the game, uh, make sure you arrive early so you can get in early. Make sure you stay hydrated. Broncos are actually going to install water stations around the stadium. Uh, and to give you an idea, like I said, the high temperature is going to be in that low to mid-90s. You can find water stations on the north side of the stadium, outside of Gate 4, south side of the stadium by the Noble Energy Sports Legends Mall, uh, and within the Ring of Plaza, the Ring of Fame Plaza, the west side of the stadium as well as the east side and that pass-through between the light rail station, I-25, and the stadium. They're going to have more than 65 water fountains inside the stadium as well, too. Uh, But you should be noted, fans should only be uh, bringing the factory-sealed or empty plastic refillable water bottles that those will be the only ones allowed obviously through the gate. So just something to note because of the fact that, well, it's going to be a hot one and uh, want you to arrive early to the game because obviously they're, they're going through some new changes with the mobile ticketing. Want to make sure that you get in the gates before kickoff 225 Broncos Raiders. It is Raider week. And while it doesn't 
feel like it has that same Raider Week vibe from the 90s, uh, maybe even early 2000s. It is still the Oakland Raiders, and it is still a big game for Denver because I look at this game, and I think this is a gimme. Uh, I, I look at all four phases of the game between Oakland and Denver. Oakland has the ball. Denver has the ball. Special teams and coaching. Yes, and coaching. I think Denver is favored in all four of those departments, uh, particularly in coaching. And I say it because of this. Bill Musgrave, offensive corner, very creative, very unique game plan that he crafted up in Seattle, and it worked to perfection. We didn't see any of that bland, boring nonsense that we've seen in the past. This is also a guy who coached Derek Carr, offensive coordinator in two of his better years, 2014, 2015. And I know they've seen him twice a year, every year, but... Bill Musgrave knows a little bit more of those interesting details that maybe the defense didn't know. And that's why I asked, of course, Justin Simmons and Todd Davis, those questions regarding Bill Musgrave and maybe feeding the defense a little bit more info, but certainly in that coaching department, look, I think the two head coaches are both, they're both very much question marks on both sides, but I think that offensive coordinator, Bill Musgrave is gives them the slight there. Uh, when the Raiders have the ball, I think, look, this is a, a defensive pass rush that should be able to get to Derek Carr. I know a lot of people talk about the Oakland Raider offensive line, but boy, it did not look great against the Rams. And even when it did, I mean, I think you've probably seen the gifts thrown around on Twitter by now. Derek Carr is throwing away passes where he is not seeing a pass rush. So clearly you can get into his head early. And if Denver does that, which they are expected to, it could be a long day for Derek Carr. When when Denver has the ball, look, we go back to, again, that Bill Musgrave offense and the versatile weapons that uh, the Denver Broncos pose. They had a rushing attack in week one that looked very much like what the L.A. Rams had. And, of course, the Rams just gashed the Oakland Raiders, except Denver does it with two running backs and not one, which you could argue makes them even that much more dangerous. And lastly, special teams. Both special teams actually uh, played fairly well in week one, but... The X factor. And look, you don't want to put too much into this. But Marquette King playing his former team again. And Marquette King, we've talked about him in the past on this podcast, about some of the um, the, the the situations that he has been put in and, and maybe exposed or uh, uh, certainly... Uh, it's been an interesting start to Marquette King's career in, in Denver. But what... I will say is I think he has settled in nicely and he is a weapon for Denver pinning the opponent in the side, the 20 three times last week. And I believe once inside the five and facing his former team with the way that they separated the no communication with John Gruden, the all of a sudden the, the random cut, even though it was pretty clear market Kings, one of the better punters in the league there. I think there's a little bit of bad blood. I don't know if either would acknowledge it. Of course, Marquette King decided this week to not completely acknowledge uh, John Gruden, period, because he doesn't know who he is. Uh, but, but that kind of shows you that there is bad blood there. And I think that brings out an inner motivation in somebody, in a athlete, to perform at their absolute highest level to make sure on game day they are absolutely sharp. And I'm going to give the Denver Broncos the slight edge there, a slight lean that way, lean with it, rock with it, over to the Denver Broncos because of that Marquette King, just that internal motivation. So something to watch this coming weekend when it's Denver 
Oakland. I'll be tweeting about it at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K, radio on Twitter. Please follow me. I'd love to hear from you. And of course, if you want to message me and, well, maybe you want to be on the podcast. I, I do fan podcast Tuesdays uh, where you guys are involved and we'll absolutely get you on. So be sure to hit me up on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at Ronnie K Radio. And of course, always at milehighsports.com where you can find my work. And of course, I have to thank my friends at Tap 14 for helping out with the podcast. 1920 Blake Street, just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Coors Field. 70 Colorado beers on tap. 100 Colorado distilled spirits. Tremendous stuff. Tremendous rooftop over there at Tap 14. And then, of course, always with my friends at Pro Football Focus, profootballfocus.com. 20% off. 20% off your Edge or Elite memberships. Use the promo code POD20. That's POD20 for 20% off your Elite or Edge memberships. Great place. I, I was on there all morning long checking out all the deep analytics. And, of course, they got the fun matchups that you can look at, whether it be wide receiver, corner, offensive line ratings. Matt Paradis, one of the best offensive line, uh, line ratings this week, or at least I should say this previous week for Denver, of course, according to Pro Football Focus. They do all that great analytics. You can find them at profootballfocus.com. Edge Elite Memberships, 20% off your subscription with the promo code pod 20 that's pod 20 for 20 percent off your profootballfocus.com subscription my name is ronnie core thanks for tuning in to the broncos blitz podcast of course a daily podcast hope you follow on twitter at ronnie k radio that's at r-o-n-n-i-e the letter k radio on twitter as i'll be tweeting at the game i'll be there pre-game during the game and then post-game inside the locker room as the Denver broncos hope to go two and oh against the Oakland Raiders. You can find more stories at milehighsports.com as well as a complete archive of previous Broncos Blitz podcast at milehighsports.com. It's milehighsports.com.